Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is an investigative reporter and journalist. He is the founder of JustTheNews.com, folks. JustTheNews.com. Google it. You're going to love it. Please join me in welcoming John Solomon to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Now, let me just say a little bit about John. I've known John for years. John has always been the tip of the spear when it comes to investigating and finding out information about the left. And uh, he was formerly a Fox News contributor, formerly executive and editor-in-chief of the Washington Times. Um, he's written several books. The, the guy is brilliant. And that, just take it from me, okay? I want to hear from him and not waste my time listening to myself. Now, uh, John Solomon, first of all, welcome. And I've got to get your take on the Biden documents, the Biden White House that has been so quiet They hid from the American people, not just the White House, but the Department of Justice, the finding of classified documents in the center uh, that is funded by the Chinese. And then they disclosed that there were lawyers who found them. Since when do lawyers move boxes? Let's start from day one, John. Hit it. Well, Judge, thank you first for that great introduction. Uh, Listen, there's an old rule in politics. If you're going to fire a bazooka, make sure you're not in a glass house. And what we've now learned out with uh, President Biden is that he spent months attacking uh, President uh, Trump for having classified documents at Mar-a-Lago or documents with classified markings at Mar-a-Lago. The president argues are declassified. When he himself, who, by the way, didn't have declassification powers like President Trump, had similar sensitive, top-secret classified documents in Uh, his home and including his garage and uh, his private office. So the political boomerang is significant, but the legal consequences are just as significant. Uh, Now, All right. Let me stop you right there before you go on. So they find these classified documents in a garage. I mean, you open that garage door to drive his fancy Corvette. I mean, you know, Mr. Cool thinks he's, you know, too cool to be to have to follow the rules like everyone else. But these documents, John Solomon, were there for six years from when he was vice president. And now all of a sudden they find them. I really believe they're going to be more. And for six years, who had access to that Penn Center? Who had access to his garage? His drug-addicted son who was sold us to the Chinese, you yeah. know, was in that home. He did. In fact, I think he had the son even used, Hunter Biden even used the address on certain legal documents indicating for a period of time he stayed there, used it as a as a legal address. Yeah, listen, sitting in a garage is not where you want uh, highly classified documents. Sitting in an academic think tank is not a place where you want highly classified documents because we know China, from all the great work that the FBI has done, targets academics, academia, universities, and think tanks to spy. And let's just take that a step further now on a story that I broke earlier this week. The very university that Joe Biden got his post-vice presidency job at as a uh, no-show guest lecturer, basically $900,000 for two years of a couple of speeches. 
that university was one of the larger recipients of money from China over the last decade, $67.6 million between 2013 and 2019. And the vast majority of that money, $47.7 million, came in the two and a half years that Joe Biden parked himself at the University of Pennsylvania. At that's the Penn $50 million. Yeah, that's a large amount of money for any foreign country to give a university. Now, China's been handing out lots of money to American universities as part of this effort. That so right now you don't want you never want your documents in an insecure area. But when they're in an insecure area at a university that has significant allegiance or financial connections to China, that raises a stake. But now we're going to flip it one more and take a look at the behavior of this university and what it did after Joe Biden became president. So Joe Biden uh, gets this great job. China gives a lot of money. Gets makes some money, goes to be president. He takes the two top leaders of University of Pennsylvania, the, uh, the chairman of the board of trustees and the uh, university president, makes them ambassadors. They get sweet ambassadorial ambassadorships, one to Canada, one to Germany, two of them. But last year, right after uh, the FBI director, Chris Ray, gave a speech at the Reagan Library saying China's threat to America is as great as it's ever been in one of the areas I'm most concerned about is their use of academia to spy on America, the use of universities. Right. Um, less than three, two weeks after uh, Christopher Ray gives that uh, speech, this university, the University of Pennsylvania, Joe Biden's old employer, goes to the Justice Department, sends out an open letter from its, uh, its uh, scholars, its professors, urging the Justice Department to end the FBI's long and very successful investigation into academia, uh, Chinese academic spying. Within 13 days of that letter becoming public, Merrick Garland does exactly what the university wants, exactly what the FBI director doesn't want. He orders the end of the FBI's China initiative, one of the most successful counter-espionage programs the FBI ever launched against Chinese spies in American academia. So this university takes money, employs Joe Biden, then does the bidding of China, trying to force the closure of this very important FBI program, and the Biden administration complies with the All right. So John Solomon, the university that housed the Biden Center, where they had top secret documents, uh, or at least classified documents, about Ukraine, uh, the United Kingdom, and what was the other country? Iran. Iran. Okay. They press to end the FBI China spy probe after Beijing donations. And so Beijing paid to stop the spy probe. Okay, and and Biden Biden accommodates him, John Solomon. That's it. And how many times have we seen the Biden administration or Joe Biden himself appease China? Back in 2019, when even Democrats were saying China's a growing threat on the campaign trail, Joe Biden was saying, ah, China's not an enemy. He's a friend. We're okay. I'm not worried about them. The the Pacific uh, leader of the the, uh, Navy's Pacific leader has been worried about the FBI is worried about it. The CIA is worried about it. For some reason, Joe Biden was out there taking the China line, which is it. Now, why do we why do we have so much concern? Because at the same time, all this money's flowing to the university and Joe Biden gets a sweetheart job at the university. His son, Hunter Biden, is arranging a deal. 2017, the exact same year. His son is arranging a deal with Chinese officials to create an energy company in the United States that will take natural gas from the United States away from America, mm-hmm. send it over to China. The Biden family gets a $5 million interest-free forgivable loan. This is before yeah, students got that's, forgivable that's, loans. That's money, okay? It's, a forgivable loan is, is just cash. So Hunter Biden lives— it. it was free cash. And Hunter Biden now lives 
lived at the Delaware home where the classified documents were kept. So he has access to them. Hell, they're sitting in the garage. Probably the garbage men had yeah. access to them as well. And yeah, now Joe Biden, who says, you know, in the whole left mainstream media, the nothing to see here, people, all the what about is, well, there were only 10. Then we find out there's more than 10. And are there 10 documents or 10 piles of documents? I'm not really clear on that yet. In the meantime, the Biden family's getting millions here. And, you know, so then it was so obvious Merrick Garland comes out and he says he doesn't have a choice but to but to uh, assign a special counsel to investigate. Now, I believe there are more documents. I mean, if you're so sloppy, you've got them all over the place. And by the way, how John Solomon do his lawyers find it? Somebody must have found it before the lawyers because the lawyers don't move boxes. Yeah, that's that is the I think there is either a. Uh, shorthanding of this story, or there's something we don't yet know. And of course, I don't want to assume facts, not in evidence yet. So we're going to keep digging. But first, look at the timing of it. It's a few days before Republicans are obviously going to take over Congress. And all of a sudden, Joe Biden finds documents and he has the same problem uh, that he's been accusing uh, President Trump of having. Uh, That timing is very concerning. And then they, they find it on November 2nd. They uh, notify the justice, which is Department six days, John Solomon, six yeah. days. They find it before the midterms. And they don't the, tell us. yep, go ahead. Yep. They don't tell us. And then on November 18th, Attorney General Merrick Garland stands up before the American people and says, I'm appointing a special prosecutor to investigate President Trump and these documents at Mar-a-Lago. He doesn't tell us then that the current president, his boss, has the same problem. He keeps us in the dark then. On December 20th, a second discovery of documents are made. The first discovery was at the Penn Biden Center at University of Pennsylvania. The second is in Joe Biden's personal home. They don't Mm -hmm. tell us before Christmas. On January 5th, they find another round of documents, not in the garage this time, but in somewhere else in the house. They don't tell us again. It isn't until there's a media leak by someone uh, this week that we finally learn uh, from the same Justice Department that was promising us transparency. They've been knowing about this for three months. The, The failure to disclose creates a lot of erosion of trust in Congress and in the American public. Who identified them? Who had them? How about fingerprints? Whose fingerprints are on them? Are Hunter Biden's fingerprints on those documents? That's what I want to know, John Solomon. It is uh, a, a set of questions we need answered, right? We need to go keep digging. We're at the beginning of a very large onion. We're going to peel it back layer by layer. I think we're going to get very little from the Justice Department. The special counsel's prosecutor will basically wall off information from us. We won't see very much in the public. Where we will get information is with people like Congressman Jim Jordan and more, uh, and more likely Congressman James Comer. Last night, uh, Congressman James Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, announced on my show that he has expanded the Biden family investigation to not only look at the documents, which he mentioned on Tuesday, but to look at the flow of money to this, China, uh, to this university from China during the time that Joe Biden's here and all the things that the university does that may or may not be aligned with Chinese policy. And could that have been a further compromise of the Biden family? Because the money to the university and Joe Biden's job comes at the exact same time his son is creating a similar deal with China. It looked like China is targeting the Biden family from multiple locations, according to the chairman. That's going to become a big focus. This is going to be more than just the discovery of documents. It's the entree into the China intrusion into the Biden family. John Solomon from JustTheNews.com. We thank you so much for your investigative reporting, and we look forward to having you on again, John. You're really great. I I mean that. All right. It's a real honor to be on your show. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, everyone, there you have it. And up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be discussing 
The Pros and the Cons of Green Energy with John Katsimatidis. This is a man who's in the know, folks. It's all coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. <laughs> 